You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome, welcome back to the show, my friend. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you're so kind, it would be awesome if you loved us a five-star review, if you're loving the podcast, if you're genuinely loving it. And if you haven't just taken two minutes to leave that review on Apple Podcasts, please do. It helps us so freaking much. I'll even pause right now so that you can pause and go leave a review. All right. (laughs) Now back to the show. A few weeks ago, I personally was chatting with one of my friends who's a photographer of about a heartbreaking story that she had heard about. And it inspired me to start chatting about just wedding photography specific horror stories on my Instagram. I was just like kind of ranting on the gram about just why we as photographers need to show up and really treat our clients well with just you know, as people. Um, And the messages I got following the discussion literally broke my heart and honestly were disgusting. They were disgusting. Just, it was so many people's stories that they had sent me from their own weddings and their own experience with their wedding photographer that left such a bad taste in their mouth and they just regret like the experience every time they look at their wedding photos, which like their wedding photos, they regretted their experience. So it made me realize that we do not talk enough about client experience and treating people well in the service-based industry. And then especially within the photography industry. So about a month ago, we did episode 104, which was chatting business horror stories in general. Um, And today's episode is more of the same, but specifically within the wedding photography industry. It's just a topic that we really need to talk about and that I think, I hope that you guys love it in the sense that uh, it's just, it's just gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So, all right, let's get to the good stuff. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, friend. Welcome to today's show. This is probably going to get pretty juicy, but we wanted to clarify this episode. Every single message that we're going to be reading on today's show is completely anonymous. We're not Mm -hmm. sharing the name of the person who told it, and we are definitely not sharing names or any specific details or incriminating details on the person who, you know, the story is about the, the photographer or whatever. This episode is not in any way meant to call anyone out whatsoever. Instead, we wanted to showcase a real issue that's happening in the photography industry and show how all of us moving forward can do better and serve our clients freaking dang well, because this is Mm -hmm. the service industry after all. And I think it's important to realize we all make mistakes. So yeah. even if, you know, one of these horror stories or whatever was one of those mistakes or those flukes that a photographer or somebody made, it happens to the best of us. It, it really does. So in no way are we trying to use this episode to shame anyone, to call anyone out. It, this is, we have eliminated all possible details to keep this as yeah. anonymous as possible, but to show you there is an issue. Yeah, for sure. And we also got permission from every every person's like message that we're sharing, we got permission to share. So it's not like we're just taking him and running. Uh, okay, so the first one, 
I almost, I almost, we just did a Q&A episode before this and I literally almost was like, okay, this person says, and Okay. The first DM says, (laughs) the first DM says, I asked my wedding photographer for one photo in color instead of black and white after she sent me everything legit, just that one request. And she got all, it said in our contract not to ask for re-edits and blah, blah, blah. But she did it anyways, after being rude about it. I mean, I just wanted it in color. I'm not a black and white picture girl. And I loved her. I loved the shot. So so that's what it says. So I think this this is a reoccurring theme uh, mm-hmm. that we could probably talk about, but how to deal with requests. I think that's the biggest thing. That's kind of the conversation that I was talking about on my stories that led to all of these messages was kind of when you get client requests, when like in this instance, it's asking for one single black and white photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people messaged me back and also said, that that's why they personally, if they ever send a black and white photo, they also send a color. That's a great option to do. Um, I don't do that. But if anybody, if my client asks me for a black and white photo to be in color, like absolutely, that's such an easy request. And it's, it's something that you can obviously do. It does not, not take hardly any effort at all to do it. So, um, I think that's something that we could learn is like when they're asking very simple requests like that, like obviously do them. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're going to probably get even juicier and into a lot more in depth on a lot of things. But for this first question or this first story, I just want to say your job as a photographer, as a a service-based business is to freaking serve your Mm -hmm. clients. This isn't about you. This is not, you're not the star of the show here. Your client is. And if your client has one simple request, it's not anything crazy. They're not asking for you to completely re-edit the whole gallery in a completely different style. They're just asking for, you know, a couple of color photos or a couple of black and white or whatever. Freaking do it. Like, I, yeah. I just, I, it just bothers me so much. I feel like I'm probably going to get super riled up on today's show. This first question, I'm already like, ah. I also have not read any of these stories. So. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, these, I, these are coming from my DMs. Yeah, oh, I'm coming girl, in fresh. Oh, girl. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to move on because I know it's going to get juicier. So yeah, that's the yeah. first one. The next one, let's dive on in. This is a two-parter, so read both of her messages. Okay. Oh, wow. this girl this girl is a photographer herself and what made her become a photographer is how bad her experience was on her own wedding. Okay, let's go for this. So she said, "Yep, everything you said is so true. I had an awful experience with my wedding photographer." They weren't upfront with me about anything, so I ended up spending way more than what we agreed upon. And my wedding photos are meh. The gallery I got, half the images weren't even edited, and the other half were edited so badly we looked like porcelain dolls. They never responded to me when I asked about re-edits. Like, a few of the images I have of just me, the photographer's wife is in the photo holding a light over my head. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know. I know. Hang on, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I don't have a single wedding photo printed because I look at them and just get so disappointed with the, with regret for hiring that photographer. And then and the then second, it, then it second part. I, I responded to her and I was like literally so upset okay. for her. Second part of this is when I decided I wanted to pursue wedding photography and family photography, I made sure to take my experience with that photographer and ensure that I never treat my clients like that 
I make sure I am upfront with my pricing too, because with my photographer, my wedding package included an engagement session. And then once we took those photos, the photographer told me I'd have to pay for the pictures. Oh my, what? Okay. Ended (laughs) up having to spend 1200 plus more just to get about 35 engagement pictures. Oh, okay. Ah! When we'd already spent 3,500 for our photographer's services to shoot our wedding, took our photographer 10 months to get my wedding album to me and ignored every single email I sent them asking for an update on when we get it. Oh, okay. There's like so much in there. Well, there's so much in there that I I just, uh, um, I like don't even know where to start. Let's, let's, oh, you have thought? Like, I I have so many thoughts. Okay. Okay. I think, first of all, what the frick are you doing not communicating with your clients? You can, okay. Here's, here's the bottom line. Not only are we in a service-based industry where your job is to serve your clients, Uh and like I was saying, they are the hero of this story. They are the star of the show, not you. But the other thing is, if you do a crappy job with your clients, if you don't communicate pricing and you, yeah, maybe upsell or upcharge them throughout the experience, yeah, you might earn more money by like, you know, ripping your clients off, but those clients are never going to refer you to anybody else Mm -hmm. if they feel like they've been gypped. So you're literally just shooting yourself in the foot. Like that is not quality customer care or client experience. And that's going to come back to bite you big time. I think the the part that gets me, the part that gets me is there's literally not a single photo of her, the bride in the wedding without a photo of like the photographer's assistant. I mean, it's his wife, I guess, but like holding a light over her head. Like what? what? Like, no. (laughs) That, that, that to me sounds like a, like a photo that should not have been added. Why would you even add that photo to the, but then it also says that half the edit or half the photos weren't even edited. To me, this sounds like somebody who literally doesn't give an S-H-I-T at all, at all. And is like not, should not be in business. Well, like the, that's fact how that, bad is. the fact that this photographer is charging $3,500 and the gallery- And not editing? <laughs> the gallery is half edited and then includes photos of very poorly edited photos and photos where the photographer's wife is in the photo holding a light. Like, to me, that sounds like incredibly bad work, way overcharged. Like, yeah, which is just- It oh. sounds like- they're in it for the money. And like, that's it. Well, Um, I mean, clearly based on that experience. (laughs) Right. Right. The other thing I wanted to talk about is it, it, what part did it say that it was like, he had, like, he didn't, he, there was no upfront communication so that she had to then pay. Like he didn't explain, like if you're doing in-person sales and you do, cause that's, that is an avenue of, of a way to do a session is to take, like do a session fee. And then obviously they have to pay for any photos that they get after. Like that is a valid way to do people business. Do that. Yeah. People do that. But you obviously like, you have communicate to tell them. That. right. You have to tell them that you can't be like, this is how much my sessions charge. Okay, great. And then after they do them, Oh, now pay me $1,200 for all your photos. Like, yeah. no, I mean, you can't, you can't call it a free engagement session and then charge them to actually get their photos, like, and not it, communicate and that. If you do that. And if you do that again, yeah. just be upfront about it and explain that before. Yeah. Just don't be a crappy person. That makes me so mad. Okay. Yeah. I hate this so much. <sighs> do we have any other thoughts on that one or do we want to move on? No, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. okay. The, next the next one, one says, <laughs> oh, do you want to read it? No, you go for it. Okay. All right. 
Uh, she said, while I'm relating so much with everything that you said, our wedding photographer showed up 1.5 hours late to our wedding, missed my dad's first look, never apologized. And then this literally makes my blood boil. That's me saying that. Uh, literally brought a hat that she made me wear so it would match her portfolio. She was so disengaged and made us feel so unimportant and, unimportant and didn't really care about who we were. We just wanted a pretty perfectly posed shot or she just wanted a pretty perfectly posed shot for her Insta. That. What? That Literally, makes me want to scream. It, the, the part, one, okay, okay. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this, but do not show up late, first of all. Never. Like that, that should not be even a, you, no matter what you industry you're in, if you're not a photographer listening to this, don't show up late. Like if you are in business, that is your responsibility to be timely. And obviously there is circumstances that maybe are beyond your control. We don't know if that's that case. Maybe like there was a, accident on the highway and there was literally no way to get, I don't know. Well, I don't know what the situation is, but even the fact that then she didn't apologize. But then the, the, the kicker that gets me is you brought a hat. You brought Mm -hmm. a hat for like that, that, which maybe this, we could get into this conversation of like photographers specifically prioritizing Instagram fame and Instagram like portfolios over serving your clients. Like over authentically made, telling you make your own that's what styled shoots are for that's what styled shoots yep. are for if you want a hat on a bride yeah. host your own styled shoot by all yep. means then yes get or like a, or like a free session or something from like yeah. you know like a couple that's already gotten married have them dress up again like or you know whatever like that is not the time on somebody's actual wedding day to curate their wedding day for your portfolio that's like, selfish this is not about you. This is not about like our our portfolios or our, you know, businesses. This is about telling their story and serving yeah. them and making them feel like they're the most important people in the world on their big day. Like that's what it's about. Like oh, my, my blood is boiling right now. <laughs> like I'm not. I think almost all of these could be boiled down to people prioritizing themselves and their own needs and their own cares over their clients. I think that's like every single thing that we're about to read or have already read is literally just somebody that is not caring about their clients in the way that they should. And that's, I think that goes beyond just the photography industry. That's like, if you are in business, you are there to serve. That is your job. You are not, you should not be in business for money. You should not be in business to glorify your own self. You should not be in business to make yourself look good. Like, like, yes, like money is great. Like, yes, like you want to like be perceived well, but like you are here to serve your clients. Like if you are in the service-based industry, you are there to serve. That's it. Like your portfolio, your Instagram fame, your Instagram portfolio is meaningless if you're treating people like crap. Yep. Amen. Oh, that was good. Did you see my response on that one? Like literally I was like, what the ass? Like you, okay. I also want to like touch on this. You have to communicate with your clients. Like the fact that the photographer showed up an hour and a half late and never apologized, like, like Lindsay was saying, just touching back on this, like there might be circumstances beyond your control, but you Mm -hmm. have to communicate. Like you have, she should have called that bride and been like, Hey, here, I'm so sorry. I'm stuck in traffic. It's stop traffic. There's nothing I can do. Why don't we like, is there, let's push this or like my assistant's going to get there and you know, like whatever, like you need to communicate that bride. It sounds like was just sitting there like, like unsure of what was happening. Like that is unacceptable. Also, if I was, if it was my fault and I was 1.5 hours late, I would probably, I would offer to do something to compensate for that time. 
You you refund, you stay late, you do a a separate session late, like you do something. I mean, maybe they did. That message doesn't say. We don't know if they did, but it probably sounds like they didn't go above and beyond to make this situation good because she obviously is unhappy still. Yeah. And that's the other thing with the hat. I just can't get over the hat. (laughs) This is the best day. That's the other thing, especially with wedding photography. Like these, this is not about freaking you. I keep going back to that, but it's like, this is one of the biggest days of their life. This is one of the biggest days of their life. You get like, what? like the biggest day of their life. They are going to have these photos forever in their albums. You're going to put a hat on to make your Instagram look pretty to ruin the photos that you're going to post like once Once? or twice. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no. Okay. I got to move on. I'm so mad. Okay. Moving on. I got the next one. This okay. girl says, I I think it's a girl. I didn't even look. Okay. My photographer still to this day refuses to send me the color version of the one photo I asked her to give me in the colored edit or a raw file. It is the only photo of my nuclear family on my wedding day and it's only in black and white. It was originally shot in color, but she won't give it to me because, quote, it doesn't look as good in color, end quote. From a photographer's perspective, sure, it might not look as good. But to me and my mom, who wanted a framed photo of our family in color, it would mean a lot. It just really tainted my experience with her, and I likely won't use her in the future or recommend her, even though she really does have some beautiful work. Okay. I, first of all, I, this is maybe just like a, a photography thing, and this is my opinion. I, I never deliver any of the formal family Photos, I never make any of those black and white. Yeah. Because for this reason, if they want a black and white, then sure. But like, no one ever requests a family photo to be in black and white. Right. Like, that's so, like, yes, I use my artistic ability to pick black and whites throughout the entire day that I think would look good, but I never do it for the family for this exact reason because nobody wants to frame a black and white of their, of their family. Yeah. Like, that's just not a thing to do. Yeah. So that's first of all. But then if you did do that, that's fine. Sure. But then if they, like that that's what gets me it's the singular only wedding photo uh, or it's not the singular only family photo and you refuse to give them a color like what it's just even it, it doesn't look as good who cares if it looks as good they want your client wants that that's like yeah. they don't care they want the color photo like give them the freaking color photo like that's oh, i think i'm just going to reiterate this you have to make your clients happy you have to serve them. Mm-hmm. You have to do a good job to have customer satisfaction. If your customers aren't satisfied, if they're not happy, your business is not going to last. It's not going to grow. It's going to, like, that will come back to bite you, period. That's one of the number one things Lindsay and I have continued to learn through the yeah. years is, like, consistently, you have to prioritize your customer satisfaction. Like, you have to. That is number one. Like, this girl is saying, like, any of these horror stories— that person is immediately going to say, like, don't work with this person. Like, actually, I have a personal example, too. Um, I know of someone in in the wedding industry. We knew of each other. We had a conversation once that just really soured me, like, just the perspective that this person had on the industry and, like, just something. It, It was just very toxic and like I did not like the situation at all and one of my friends was getting married and asked me about that person and said hey I you know am thinking about inquiring with this person and I looked at them and said I wouldn't and I like I don't do that I don't in any way I'm not the person who's like no don't work with this person but it was such a, a bad experience from like even not even like being a client just from an outside perspective that I mm-hmm. instantly was like do not and and that's like 
people talk. People are going to recommend or not recommend. Like the minute, you know, somebody in their life is getting married or getting engaged or whatever, like if they are obsessed with you as their wedding photographer, they're instantly going to be like, oh my gosh, you have to work with this person. They were beyond, they made my day a hundred times better. Like that's what you need and that's what you want. And that should be your goal is to serve your people so well that, you know, it's like a secondary thing. It's not your priority is like more business. Like your priority should be to serve people. And then the fruit of that is that you get more business. You do well, you impact people. Like Mm-hmm. I think that's just the number one thing to keep in mind. Like, it's not just about the moment that you're in. It's not just about, you know, like that one client. It's about your reputation in the industry and you have yeah. to guard that jealously. If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations. If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high-quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression... We got you. We created the Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop, and we'll see you there. Did you know that the number one type of post that does the best on the gram is photos of yourself? And it's not just Instagram. Sharing photos of you on social media, your blog, your website, etc., instantly creates connection with your ideal client. And if you own a business or market products or services online, you need to have regular content photos of yourself, period. But I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and guess that you struggle with sharing photos of yourself, right? You know you probably should be posting yourself more, but you struggle feeling confident in doing that because you don't know the first thing about how to take content photos of yourself. Ones that leave you feeling confident and help your ideal client relate and connect with you. If you've been nodding your head to all of that, like, yup, Lindsay Evie, that's me, I need help, then we have the solution to your problem. And that's introducing the content photo miner. Yes. In this mini course, we take you step-by-step through conceptualizing, planning, and styling a content photo shoot all the way to the final product of posing and actually taking those photos of yourself for your brand and your business. We teach you how to plan style outfits, scout locations, get good light and color match for your outfits, how to do self-portraits of yourself with a tripod, and posing tips to know in order to get content photos that feel authentic to who you are and connect with your audience. Now, to grab this mini course, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. If you've been holding off on sharing you with your audience because you just don't know how to get started, we got you covered. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash content dash minor. I, I want to take a moment also to interject. I think a lot of this type of thing stems from, from the other perspective like, I think you see this a lot in like photography Facebook groups of being like, don't let like rude clients walk all over you or don't let like whack clients, like don't ever give raws. Like we've said that, like I'm, I'm like standing here raising my hand saying like, yes, stand on firm ground and don't let like bad clients walk all over you. So I think the everything where it's like, oh, I'm not giving a black and white photo because that's my artistic thing. And like, I'm not doing that. 
And I think that stems from the other side of like not letting, letting clients walk all over you, but taking that too far, like taking that train of thought too far. And I think I just see it this so much, again, like I said, in photography, Facebook groups, where it's like almost like making fun of clients or it's like just getting in on the industry. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna like never let this happen. Like never let them do this to you. Like stand your ground, be a firm business owner. And there is a time and place for that. I, I yeah. do agree. Like if you have a client that's completely like, like trying to ruin your life, crazy. ruin your business, <laughs> like a crazy client that's asking for unreasonable things or asking for something that you've on the front end have said that you don't do. Like I have yeah. a great example of this. I, in my FAQ, in, in my client calls, like I go through things that like, I, I make sure like to talk through things with my clients. I had a client on, on her, on her wedding day text me. And she was like, um, she's like, I don't know how I'm feeling today. Or would you be able to Photoshop me like a little thinner? And like, I was just like, I was like, Whoa, wait, what? Like, you know that I don't do that. Cause I expressed yeah. that. But then I just texted her back and I was like, Hey, um, I, I don't, I, that's not something that I do just because like, I don't ever want to change or, or work what people actually look like. Um, and I, I, I expressed that, like, I've shared that before with her. Um, and, and she was totally fine with it, but that's an example of like a, a request that's un that you don't do like, yes, yeah. ex- express that. But I think where a lot of this comes into play is miscommunication and not setting expectations before they book or mm-hmm. even at the beginning, like all of these mess ups and, and these, these things, like if you don't give black and white photos, if you refuse, first of all, don't, but if you <laughs> refuse, then like say that to your clients. So they know well in advance that that's yeah. who they're booking. And that's who they're like, I think all of this could just be, if you are upfront at the beginning with how you work, how the experience is going to go, what to expect, like that's where all that conversation needs to happen. Like every time I get a message that's like, how would you respond to this? Like it, they're really pissed and like, it's, me- it's like messy. And I'm like, well, what did you say before they booked you? And it's always like, oh, mm-hmm. or, or I say, what's in your contract? Oh, yeah. and it's like, you have to do all of that work on the front end so that mess ups like that don't happen. Um, but then to reiterate, just like the whole, like stand up for yourself. Don't let clients walk all over you. Yes, to an extent, but bottom line, the client is always right. Like that's the mindset that you have to go being in the service-based industry is the client is always right. And on the very, very, very rare exception that they're whack, then maybe they're wrong. But like everything that Evie just said earlier of like your reputations on the line, people like will not book you. They, or they will not recommend you. Like that's going to come back and bite you if you keep treating clients awful. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Okay. Let's dive in to a couple of more. Uh, This one says, this is so real. I could go off on a million things that really tainted my wedding because of my photographers, but I literally don't have any family photos from my wedding. Whoa, because they took us off to get some cool and vibey photos during that time instead and then just never took the family photos later. What? Oh my gosh. I really love the photos they got, but I also don't have a photo of me in my wedding dress with my grandma who died later that year and I regret it so much. Oh my heart. Oh my that, I mean, that kind of just goes back to kind of what we said before of like prioritizing Instagram fame yep. and, and your, and your vibey photos over yep. like under it. It's the same situation of putting yourself above your client's needs because yes, I, I get it. I get it. Like hands raised. I get it. Family yeah. photos suck to take. Like that's just true on a it's wedding not, day. They're the least the favorite. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like my favorite part of a wedding day is yes. Getting those cool vibey photos at sunset with my bride and groom. Like duh. Yeah. Yes. Like uh, I'm a 100, 100% percent 
like, let's not beat around the bush. That's everyone's favorite part. It yeah. sucks to take family photos, but you, that's part of your job. Like that's, you yeah. have to, like, you can't just not. <laughs> well, I think the other thing too, is like, there are certain situations where like, I've been in a situation where their timeline ran really late and, you know, it was either sunset photos of the family or sunset photos of the bride and groom. And you just communicate, you know, like you communicate with them. I asked them, yeah. like, what would you like to do right now? Like we can do flash photos of your family inside at the reception later, or, you know, we can do you guys like try to get some vibey flash photos of you guys later. Like, what would you prefer? Like, I'm going to make sure you get your photos. Now, which, what preference do you have? Right. And like, that's a situation where you just communicate with your clients and like, make sure, you know, they are choosing what they want on their day. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's the bottom line. And then you work with what you have. Or, you know, if you were out of time or something, say, hey, let's, you know, would you like to do family photos at another date? Like, here's a free family photo session. I don't normally do it, but you know, let's, do all of this. And if they're like, no, my whole family won't be there. Let's do it today. Then you can be like, okay, let's do a bridal session later. Like, you know, you, if, if something like in that situation, you showed up late or their wedding ran late and you want to really serve them. Like there are ways that you can communicate with your client, mm -hmm. but the bottom line is what do they want on their day? Period. So yeah. <laughs> well, and okay. This also goes to like explaining timeline beforehand, especially for, for wedding photographers. Like sometimes it like things happen that are out of your control. The timeline always runs late. Like, and I tell my clients beforehand, like in my wedding pricing or my wedding welcome guide, like buffer in more time than necessary. Like it is your job to set that expectation and to help them plan their timeline. Like I got a, a message the other day that was like, Hey, um, I'm, I have a bride right now that like her wedding, like the plan, the wedding timeline is like way too crunched and I don't know what to do. And I like, I like, I don't know how to explain, like, it's not going to, like, work. And I'm like, you have to explain that because they don't know yeah. that. They don't you're, know what. You're the expert. Like, you right. you know what the timeline is going to take, especially for photos. Like, you have to communicate that. You have to communicate that, and you can't wait till the wedding day. Yeah. And then and then never communicate that. And then the, they're upset because they never got bride and groom photos or they never got yeah. family photos. You, you have to communicate that beforehand, before the yep. wedding day, walk them through it, create the timeline together. Yep. And if they don't assume that you're the person to create the timeline because they're the bride or groom or whatever, like you have to say that like, hey, this is how I work. Like say that before they book. Like you have to, all this communication needs to happen way before. Yep. Like set those expectations, communicate. And then by the time it gets to the wedding day, if things are still running late, like Evie said, like communicate in the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this next one is like a perfect example of what it's like to serve your client well. This is like a oh, positive yeah, this is the, story. This is, the one that, this is the one that I included because I was like, oh wait, this is why we want to treat our clients well. Yes. You want to read it? Yeah. She, uh, this girl said, on a positive note, my mother-in-law was so upset because she thought the way that the formal wedding photos were edited made my father-in-law have a super red Rudolph nose. She told our photographer, and then the photographer asked which photos were the faves to ensure that she could fix them, had them back to us in literally 24 hours. And since then, we've done three shoots with her for various things because we love her so much. She just really did so, so well with the customer service. And ugh, we just love her. Like, I, no words necessary. The that's what <laughs> that's what happens when you do the request that yes. like you get more money. Yeah, <laughs> if you're if like, you're money hungry, and I guarantee, what? not only has this person probably done like done three or more shoots with this person, they're going to continue to do more shoots with this person, and they're going to continue to highly recommend this person to everyone that they know. Like, yeah, that's just good business is to do your clients every possible service that they you know deserve. Like it's, that's yeah. just the bottom line is like, you have to care about your clients and you have to make sure it's about them and not about you. Yep. 
All right, this next one says, uh, this was our experience. Unfortunately, our wedding photographer took shots that were totally opposite of their gallery, and I was so disappointed. When I showed any sign of disappointment, they were very rude, and to this day, I can't look at our photos, and when I do, I immediately become angry. We don't have any of them framed or used anywhere, and it breaks my heart. So this is more of just like an attitude thing. Like we don't know necessarily what, like it doesn't look like she asked for something specifically to be done. More of just like, hey, I, I'm I'm upset and, and confused because yeah. it, it it's not matching. And I I can say like if you're the photographer on that, it, that hurts because it's it's if you have an unhappy client, like it doesn't feel good to have an unhappy client, and you want to like be like, oh no, like they they must have like booked me wrong or whatever, like. I think we we push away those thoughts and we we make excuses for why they're thinking that or whatever. But yeah. at the end of the day, like if they're disappointed, fix it. Like, can I offer you a different shoot? Can I do something? Can I give you a, a refund on on a percentage of of the wedding or whatever? Like, yeah. making it right is so much more better than standing on your high horse and being like, "No, you're wrong. I'm yeah. perfect. This is how I roll. This is how I work. You just didn't think when you hired me. Like, maybe I'm they the didn't." Expert. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they didn't. Maybe they really didn't. Like, maybe your style is the same. And yeah. maybe it is, like, wrong. Or maybe they think that it's different and it's not really. Or you think that it's not. But still, again, like, the client's always right. Treat the client so, so well so that yeah. you have a story like the one before where it's like they came back and hired you again. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, the, the other thing to keep forefront in this story was the photographer took shots that were totally opposite of their galleries. So like, don't send like that's Lindsay and I, when we send galleries to, you know, clients who are inquiring, we send them galleries that are going to be very close to what they're like looking for. Like, you know, like if, if they're doing a a mountaintop elopement, like I'm going to send them other mountaintop elopements so that they're not like when they inquire. Yeah. 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 So that like, I'm, you know, I'm not showing them like a, a beach, you know, engagement session when I'm shooting a mountaintop elopement. Like the, you know, yeah, the the general style is probably going to be close, but like I try to match the galleries that I send to the the style that they're looking for in like their, their wedding or their session so that they can see as close as possible to what they're going to get. And that's mm-hmm. just, you know, something, make sure your, your portfolio and your galleries match up to what you actually shoot. Like don't share something that's not how, the way you shoot and don't go rogue on a wedding day. Like, don't just decide you're suddenly going to try a totally different new style and like screw your clients over. They booked you for a reason for a certain look. You need to stay true to that look with your clients, you know, while telling their story authentically. Yeah. The next one is kind of a same situation that we've had. I'll read it. We probably don't have much to say because we've said like some things on the We should just read through a bunch of them and just be like, yep, horrible. Moving on. (laughs) Well, I think we're almost done too. Okay, Okay. So this one says, my wedding photographer chose some random photos to be black and white. My husband doesn't like black and white photos. So I kindly asked them to send me those photos in color. And they said, as an artist, I really prefer that those particular photos be black and white. And I was like, um, you're not the one hanging them on your wall. And they eventually did send us the whole or all those photos in color, but the whole thing put a bad taste in my mouth. I would never recommend them. And even my brother-in-law inquired about them when he got married and I told him to find somebody else. So same situation, like treat your clients well. Uh, You're not the ones hanging them on the wall. And literally... Yes, we can make that decision to like make black and white photos, but like again, literally what she just said, you're not the one hanging them on the wall and it takes yeah. two, it takes literally 2 seconds to make a color photo black and, or sorry, a black and white photo color. Yeah. Like no. Ugh, it's not about you as an artist. I prefer that. That's not the point. That's Yeah. The- <laughs> sure, you can put those in black and white for yourself as the photographer, but if your client wants it in color, give it to them in freaking color. Okay, yeah. moving on. Read, the, next read one. the next one. This one's another blood boiler. 
Okay, this one says, uh, a little different angle, but I was seeing photographers that I know firsthand telling their couples to stop picking certain colors for bridesmaids' dresses, oh my gosh, and to only use boho floral arrangements because they wanted their portfolio to be all cohesive. Um, no. You are there to serve them, support them, and cheer them on as they get married because that's what it's about. You only want blush dresses and eucalyptus arrangements. Make that known from your very first meeting, not after they've booked with you and you tell them that they what they've picked doesn't go with your feed. Oh! <gasps> Holy freaking crap. Absolutely not. That's where a freaking styled shoot it comes in. That's what that is for. This is not, you do not curate your client's day unless they have asked you to do so. Like, right. no, uh-uh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Absolutely not. That makes me furious. Okay, you got yeah. the next one? <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, someone says, I wish... They were, they were like, I wish you were my wedding photographer. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> um, she says, I have the worst horror story. We fired our wedding photographer halfway through <gasps> the day because they were a major jerk and we simply asked them to give us ideas on poses and they refused. Mm-hmm. Also made us feel super uncomfortable and said the weirdest comments and jokes about our wedding group. Now, every time I look at the few pics I have, I remember the whole thing and regret hiring them. If only we knew. I'm so happy you get it with those. Uh, and then she finishes the comment about me. But... Um, <laughs> Like, that's insane that they fired them halfway through their wedding. Like, they, apparently they were so bad, so bad that. <laughs> okay, I want to break apart some a few things, though, in there. Um, we asked them to give us ideas on poses, and they refused. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. That's your job. Like, what? That's, like, literally what? your job. <laughs> that's literally your job. Like, what, what photographer goes to a wedding and then expects their clients to just pose? Like, what? Unless what? you're shooting professional models who have gone through many weddings— no. Even so, even so, <laughs> communicate that beforehand. Like, like again, communication. Like, oh, so you're going to pose yourself on the wedding day, great? Okay, cool. Like, yeah. or you know, I I do a very documentary style. Like, I don't enjoy giving any sort of direction. I want it to be as natural as possible. Like, if that's your style and you don't do any sort of direction or you know posing or or anything, that's fine. But you got to communicate that. And then on yeah. the wedding day, that's the other thing. Even if you communicate that and documentary is much more your style, if on the wedding day your clients are like, "Could you pose us?" You either explain to them, you know how the documentary style typically works and just be like, hey, you know what? I'm happy to, you know, if you want me to give you poses, but also here's how I love shooting. Like you guys just do your thing. I'm just going to be a fly on the wall. I'm going to capture your day as it authentically, organically happens. Like, you know, if there are any specific photos you want, just let me know. But otherwise, like you communicate that or you say, absolutely, let's go ahead and do that. Like you are the freaking server in that situation and you serve the heck out of your clients, you make sure you facilitate their day and their dreams in every possible way that you possibly can. You don't sit there and say, no, I don't pose. It's your job. Like, I'm sorry. That just makes me really mad. Because it's literally your job. Anyways, that was the last one. So we (sighs) we're done. (laughs) I'm like sweating. I'm so angry. (laughs) I was I literally, when this happened, I literally texted Evie and I was like, we're doing a podcast episode on this nah. because I'm infuriated. And we, I think we wanted to do this because it just needs to be talked about more. I think yeah. there is an arrogant attitude, probably in a lot of industries, but obviously we're in the photography industry. So that's why we see it so yeah. so prevalent in the industry that we're in. But I think that there is an arrogant attitude that's coming from the place of like, I'm the boss. I'm Uh, the business owner. And it's like, it's my job to run the ship tight. And it's like, yes, but no. Like you have to 
have the knowledge that, again, the client is always right and you are in the service industry. It is your job to show up and serve the crap out of your client until they are happy. Bottom line. Yeah. Like, yes, have contracts. Yes, explain things beforehand. Yes, have have like FAQs and and make your, how you do your experience known. Like if you yeah. don't do something, then let them know that before they book you. So yeah. yes, like we're not saying just like be a little limp noodle and, and do everything that your clients ever, ever ask. But I think that all these problems would be solved. Sorry, I'm like, I'm like choking on my spit. I'm getting so excited. Um, all of these <laughs> clients or all of these stories or all of these like, issues would be solved if you communicate how you work beforehand so that there is no mess up at the end or there isn't any like expectations that aren't met because you didn't communicate. Um, I just think bottom line, it comes down to service. Like prioritize your clients above yourself and your Instagram fame and your money and and your artistic desires of black and white. I think when you when you shift that mindset too from like, it's about me, it's about, you know, whatever, and you turn it into how can I serve this person? How mm-hmm. can I make their day better? How can I impact their life? How can I solve their problems and make this easier? You know, it, it makes it not only a better business move, but it makes it more enjoyable for you and for your clients. Like when right. you're in it to if help. you enjoy having a crappy client, <laughs> client that's unhappy, do you genuinely enjoy the people that, this is what I want to say, the people that <laughs> didn't want to do like, it's my artistic look to not give you a color photo. It has to be in black and white. Does that make you happy? Yeah. To have them forever pissed off at you? Genuinely. Yeah. Does, are you happy? Are you living your best life? <laughs> like, no, it's, it's, I think just such a, a foundational, like huge mindset shift when we are in it to serve our clients. It's yeah. not just for them. It's also for us. Like it's a mutually beneficial mindset shift for us to be in it to serve people. So Lindsay and I could go off on this forever, but that's the bottom line. Let's just leave it there. You guys I know are probably killing it as photographers in the wedding industry, but just a reminder, this is not about getting featured. This is not about your Instagram perfect shot. This is about making your client's day 100 times better. That your their day would not have been anywhere near as good or will not be anywhere near as good if you are not involved. Like that should be your goal. So yeah. go out, serve the heck out of your clients. And I promise it'll change your life, your mindset, and your business. Mm, yes. If you loved this episode, give us a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Mrs. Lindsay Roman, at Evie Rupp, and at the Heart University. Come join our Facebook group where, you know, we ask you guys questions. We pull you on future episode topics, all of that fun stuff. And we will see you on the next one.